So last time uh, you were in Domremy, France, and you found out that Joan of Arc was not there. And then you decided that Vic was sus for some <laughs> dumb ass reason. And then... Sus. <laughs> so sus. Okay. But then you found Joan of Arc in Reims, France, 1974. That's the year. And the newspaper... A woman speaking an archaic dialect of French was arrested in Reims, France for taking a sword intended for a reenactment decoration and stabbing a man dressed as a medieval Anglo-Saxon soldier. The woman claims her name is Joan of Arc. Police believe she was under the influence of narcotics. Nice. Get him. <laughs> Vic walks around the counter and gently pushes Effie to the side, taking the computer monitor in both hands. Let's see. When does this article say it was? Ah, July 18th, 1974. This took place in the, the Joan of Arc Festival. That must have been, see here, 17th of July. So. There's a Joan of Arc Festival? I know that's what I was thinking. In fact, there is. But if we don't get this fixed, there won't be. Vic, do you just have the dates of random festivals memorized? Chaos is walking onto the bridge. <laughs> no, you moron. It says it right here in the article. <laughs> well, you know, that, Shut the fudge that's up, also chaos. reasonable. That's also reasonable. I'm less impressed. I was going to be impressed and concerned. Now I'm just, it makes sense. I propose we go before the occurrence in this article so that we can capture her where we know she'll be. And I think we need to send someone way before the festival so we can watch and see when the time ship lands. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Chaos we should has try one idea. and stop her it's from just appearing the same idea in this article. And and having someone live out their life in a different timeline waiting for the, the enemy to appear. Now, Effie, how do you know where, where Joan of Arc's going to be a day before this happens? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. We should go to the festival and stop her from taking this man's sword. Now, how, how do you propose we're going to find Joan of Arc during the festival and stop her from taking the sword? No, we, we can't take this much time figuring that out. Is, is there a picture of her included? Now, you see, the problem is the more time we take trying to stop Joan of Arc from getting this done, hey, from, from stabbing this man, the more time time has to catch up with itself. You see, time is kind of weird. See, the past... Not answering my question? Is there a picture of her? Do you have a textbook? <laughs> like, literally <laughs> just Google it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is a really easy yes and no. Listen, we don't have time to argue about this. Time's already catching up with itself. I think if we can save one man, that is good enough. Look, the best we can do is head there mid-afternoon, July 17th. The past hasn't figured out that Joan is gone yet. Therefore, the future hasn't solidified. But the longer we sit here arguing, the longer we stay in the future trying to find Joan of Arc, the longer the past has to solidify and the harder it'll be to fix the future. You know, it's my personal opinion, Vic, that the only one arguing here is you. Effie and I are in agreement. Yeah, we want to be reenactors. <laughs> what? 
There are too many variables if we try and find her in the crowd, in the festival. Too many people. We could lose her in the crowd. But we do know where she'll be later in the day. And that's at the police station. So we need to go and prove her innocence. I watched a lot of episodes of Perry Mason with my mom. I'm pretty sure we can do this. So Vic, I understand you're suggesting a prison break. You should know, preparation will only take you so far. After that, you've got to take a few leaps of faith. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently Effie has experience in this. I mean, if that's what's needed to get the timeline back in order. It's canon now. Effie's been in prison. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is this before Cyborg Effie or? Let's do this in and out. I'll take five minutes of a situation I can control over 50 years of one I can't any day. Are you reading these? What is this? <laughs> I'm quoting Prison Break, the TV show. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> okay, um, let's end scene and switch the scene over to Zoo and Van Helsing. Ah, so that is how cryptocurrency works. <laughs> now, uh, could you please explain to me American football? <laughs> <laughs> what? The best, the best part about all this is that we have definitely established that I am still a wolf. So, as a wolf, I have just explained <laughs> cryptocurrency to to Van Helsing, uh, and now I'm oh, going to yeah, tilt yeah. my head to the side and look at him quizzically. And obviously, I've regained my ability to speak now, and I'm going to say to him, uh, uh, you know. I prefer uh, the Aussie League. I never really got into American football. Those pansies wear helmets and pads <laughs> and all that. You got to watch AFL, man. It's it's crazy. And um, ah. I say, hey, Beth, play AFL jumps on YouTube on... A panel on the wall slides and clicks into place. And then there's a flat screen TV and there's uh, three different videos playing on it and you can select which one you want. I'm sorry, did you just say flat okay. screen TV? How old are you? <laughs> I'm the youngest person on this podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nathan, I defended Not you earlier. You, <laughs> okay, uh, hold on. Isn't flat screen TV still a thing? Like That's just a TV now, right? Yeah, they're, they're all flat screen. You know what I mean? So this is the video that pops up, Nathan, okay? This is AFL. Watch this. Watch this. Yeah. Oh. They don't do that in that pansy American league. Wow, is that... Is that flying Dude, league? Dude, you just need him in the spine. That football is so much bigger. <laughs> wow, he fell right... Wow. What? Oh. What oh are they doing gosh. now? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so Zoo and, uh, and Van Helsing are watching these videos of... Great AFL catches um, as the scene fades back to uh, something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make the thing that I said correct. <laughs> Make the thing that I said correct. Okay. Um, chaos. Uh, you've been on the bridge for a little while, and all of a sudden your, your power glove kind of does a little blip, and you see a message come across it saying that one of the files that you hacked has been decrypted. I gotta go shampoo my cat. I'll be right back. There's a second message that pops up on your glove. Bloop. And it's a text from Char. And it says, 
that she put more shampoo in your shower because she knows that you didn't use the last bottle and she's worried that the scent was throwing you off. <laughs> yep. So where are you headed? Uh, well, and I, I just get off the bridge. And as soon as I'm out of sight, I round a corner and I, uh, I pop up the document on my glove. Are you telling me that Vic is not going to respond to the fact that that Chaos may have smuggled a cat onto the ship at some point? As you're saying that you're going to shampoo your cat, Vic looks up sharply, kind of gives you a side eye here, and I don't don't think he has a cat on board. Did did I say cat? I meant kangaroo. I don't even want, I don't want to know what he's doing with that kangaroo. It's not a euphemism. I have a kangaroo. I, I tear around the corner. I lean my head back around to check and see if anybody's looking at me. And then I bring it up on a, an incognito uh, browser tab in my power glove. <laughs> the document you bring up is extremely redacted. And it is the only document that your power glove has been able to decrypt as of yet. The document reads, Captain Vic Connor found with the victim. Drastic measures and torture had been taken in the death of the victim. Event has been covered. A full psych evaluation will be ordered for Captain Vic Connor. Captain Vic Connor shows signs of defiance and delusional loyalty Two, Blythe Fairborn. <gasps> oh, damn! This is incriminating as f***. But I mean, Sorry. there's a big black box after the <laughs> two, Helsing so it probably right says along. to Beth. And they all hate Blythe. That's probably what it really says. <laughs> that could not have been worse for Dan heavily leading into this really frustrating mechanic that we've created. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that's, this is probably not a problem. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of black boxes. This could this could mean anything. This could mean anything. But just in case, maybe I need to kill Vic and take control of the ship. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's Chaos Overclock. Oh my gosh. Kill oh us, man. Kill us <laughs> In prison. In prison, Vic. We're going to a prison. Oh my gosh. Uh, and uh, I, I get on a, a private comm channel with Van Helsing. Uh, doctor? Uh, so I've got this thing that you should look at. And then we need to plan how to trap Vic in a prison. Hmm. What are you saying? Was I, I was right all along? I'll be right there. And now I, make your excuse to the group. He's not with the group. He's with me, right? What? Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. He is. Uh, friend Zuman, I'm af- I'm afraid I cannot chat with you any longer. Uh, I was just talking to Chaos, and he said that he needs me to hold his cat so he can shampoo it. <laughs> <laughs> so so Zoo instantly perks up at the word cat, right? And uh, tilts his head again and, and does the. 
with the, like the puppy dog eyes, clearly asking if he could come too because he wants to see the cat. Uh, go play with your ball. <laughs> wow, why did that sound exactly like Nathan talking in Bowie? <laughs> you know in the movie Despicable Me, um, how like he'll look at the, the youngest one, whatever her name is, and she's like, it's so fluffy, I'm going to die, that one. And she gives him those Agnes. puppy dog eyes, and there's like twinkles, and there's like sad music, and her eyes get gigantic. This is exactly what's happening with Zoo right now. Friend Zooman, I know this is you. You you may look like a very cute wolf, <laughs> but your your charms have no effect on me because I know under that wolf skin there is a I, I don't know what you are. <laughs> you're you're a zoo in wolf's clothing, and I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Do you really want to come? You can come, Zoo. Let's go. Was was anyone else uh, convinced that Vic might be a bad guy? I don't remember. Char was? Char was. And I, I will say, if you leave me out of this scheme, I will be oh, so no, sad. Not. <laughs> Chaos also types in on his power glove. He sends a text to Char. It says, thank you for shampoo. May also need to shampoo Vic. Possibly dirty. <laughs> what? You could say lend it to me, but no, you're with, I'm going to shampoo the captain. That's, that just... We have to shampoo Vic. And the, yep. the text ends with, please come recommend shampoo for my cat. Shar <laughs> uh, gets his text and uh, looks over at Vic and says, Vic. When was the last time you showered? <laughs> and then she just walks out of the room. <laughs> Jeez. Excuse me. Um, that's not quite appropriate to ask her captain. She's already gone, dude. But she is long <laughs> she gone. Is. Uh, so the, the four of us meet up in a shadowy hallway. You do have a peculiar scent. Vic is copping it from all sides tonight, guys. Ouch! I mean, hasn't Vic had enough? It's a little fishy. (laughs) 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 Shartex Effie and says, let me know if you and Vic head our way. Period. Send. I received the text. In your brain. <laughs> yeah, it just goes right to my brain. <laughs> and I make no obvious signs. As a perfect agent would. Hey guys, uh, so I didn't know what snacks are appropriate for a clandestine meeting slash insurrection slash crap, what do you- Mutiny! Slash mutiny! Zoo walks up to you with a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos in his mouth and just drops it at your feet and sits Awesome. Down. <laughs> uh, so I got this document that I kind of tore out of Beth uh, that says Vic is a psychopath who tortures and murders people and loves Blythe and was ordered for a psych eval. I feel like you're reading this the way that Owl reads things in Winnie the Pooh movies. Just go throw that out there. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> He's gone to <gasps> Skull. Skull. He'll be back soon. That's the new one. You guys probably And, and then uh, he, he does present do the document know. to everyone. 
after he uh, he explains it badly like that. I knew it. Do you want me to pull mm. it up again? This is pretty incriminating. My logic was perfect. Char we, looks we around. Knew oh. That Joan of Arc was abducted by someone with a time ship. And who do we know that has a time ship who abducts people? It was as clear <laughs> as day. And now my theory <laughs> my theory has been uh, solidified with this concrete evidence. Is anyone going to compliment me on my use of the word incriminated? Uh, good job. Um, <laughs> Zoo well comes done. up and licks your hand. Shar <laughs> uh, is disgusted. So, so here's my thoughts. We can't trust Vic, but but there's a lot of black space here, and so here's what I think we need to do. We're going to go break someone out of a jail, right? What if we, I was hoping this would be your solution. What if we switch places with them and Vic? And then we go to the time periods where there was this war thing and we go check on this before it was redacted. I'm all for that. Oh, However, yeah. um, can we trust Beth? Well... And uh, Zoo pipes up and says, uh, "Bigger question: Can uh, can we fly the ship?" Yeah, it's no problem. It's tech. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Zoo puts his tail between his legs and uh, walks behind Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have a self-destruct program for Beth. So if she isn't willing to help, we can always just blow her up. Wait, but then we'd get stuck in a different time period, and if. I don't get back to my time period, then my followers are going to die of sadness. My <laughs> uncle said the 70s were the best time of his life. I don't think it's a problem. I have to agree with chaos here. Have you guys heard the Beatles? They're so good. That was the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Plan. We go and we put Vic in this prison cell and then we find out if Vic was actually guilty, and if they are actually guilty, then we leave them there. Otherwise, we come back an hour later and pick them up. No harm, no foul. Right? Did I use that right? American football? Yeah, we pretend that it didn't even happen. All right. Everyone who's on to mutiny Vic and leave them in a prison cell and take back the girl that they stole back to 15th century France, say aye. 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 Zoo lies down and puts his paws over his eyes. So, uh, I guess that's everyone in favor. Fantastic. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, we should get back to the bridge before anyone misses us. We should only go back one at a time so that it's not suspicious. Oh, that's very smart. I didn't know you could do that. Char, Char's not sure how to respond. <laughs> Smack him upside the head. Okay, so Chaos, you go well, cause, first. Because I'll be completely honest. My first thought as Sarah was like, <laughs> you weren't sure that Char could walk back like one at a time. And then I realized that you were <laughs> insulting your intelligence. And then I questioned my own intelligence. <laughs> now, now you see, fam, DM tip, don't play a DM NPC because this shit happens. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> mutiny in episode friggin' seven. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, I'm going to cut it there, and you're all back in the bridge, okay? That sure is one clean kangaroo, yes, sir. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow, there's so many different kinds of shampoo. Vic, when was the last time you took a shower? (laughs) You know, Chaos, I was thinking. Zoo is somehow holding a metal bowl that no one knows where he really found that from. And he goes over and just like nudges it against Van Helsing. Clearly asking. Yeah. For Are you something. just gonna stay a wolf this entire time? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Vic looks down at Zoo and how long are you gonna stay like that? I look, <laughs> I'm glad that you're turned more into the kind of person that I read about five years from now, but it's time to turn back into Zoo. Zoo tilts his head quizzically and says, My head hurts. It just goes over and lays down. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt what must be another fantastic episode of the podcast, but here are a few words from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Beth's for Less, the world's premier discount time travel tourism company. Have you wanted to celebrate the first time France and England spent 100 years fighting over territory, but with the benefit of indoor plumbing? Would you like to experience the tale of a courageous girl leading an army as directed by God, but with 100% less burning of teenagers? Then you don't want the Hundred Years War, you want the Joan of Arc Festival, held nearly every year from 1450 until the nuclear fires of 2052. There's a range of experiences available with little risk of dismemberment. Ask your local guide about their favorite year today. Get 5% off your booking with the code BURNTBELIEVERS at checkout. Hello, human listeners of the Fantasy Adventure Machine podcast. This is your bioelectric time hopper, Beth. My algorithms indicated I need to tell you to subscribe and like this podcast if you are enjoying this content. Whether you do or not will most likely not impact the timeline, but there's a 1 in 16 million chance it will. So I needed to do my due diligence. Good day. July 17th, 1974, Reims, France. The ship quietly lands in a cemetery empty of people late in the afternoon. As you climb out of the ship, in the distance, over the tops of the buildings, you see the spires of a large cathedral with an amazing bell tower. Further into the city, you hear festivities. Zoo, in the, in the time-traveling time, fell asleep <laughs> on the ground in the bridge. And uh, when he wakes up, he is a, a fully grown man and someone gracefully has thrown a blanket over him so that he's not just nude on the floor. And uh, he gets up and stretches. And it says, was bad. Oh, that was, I was dog-tired and goes to get pets. When you stand up, you see that there's actually only one other person in the bridge at this moment, and it's Vic. Where is everybody, Vic? And I'm just, like, holding a a, a small blanket around my waist. Well, they all stepped out of the ship and saw that you'd probably turn into a man here pretty soon, so threw a blanket over you, just in case. 
Ah, good call. All right, uh, I'm gonna go get uh, go get me some shorts, and uh, guess I'll go off into France. Good call. Listen, I got some things to work out here. Uh, Vic, kind of pats a console. I'll see if I can catch up with y'all a bit later. Vic, I really think that you should come with us this time because last time you didn't, things were really bad and I got really scared without you, Vic. And if you don't go, then I don't think I can go. And if I don't go, no one can go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Zoo nods like this makes perfect sense. Yeah, we might need your expertise in torture. I mean, jailbreaking. Either way, I feel like that's bad, man. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't know nothing about jailbreaking, but I'll catch up with y'all. Offcoms casts. Did anyone notice they didn't say anything about the torture? <laughs> Vic, please, will you come with us? France is no good without you. <laughs> There's pastries. Think of the pastries, Vic. Is there a uh, persuasion check we can roll here that we could just like baguette? Like oui, oui. Or will? Listen, I just got some things to do here first, but I promise I'll catch up with y'all. It shouldn't be hard to find you. <laughs> that is true, since we all have trackers that you used to track us. No, I was gonna look out into where the biggest chaos was. That would also work. <laughs> so Zoo now finally nods and says, all right, Captain, see you later, and gets off the ship and meets up with all of you guys. Dan, what's the ship look like outside now? So as you step out of the ship and you turn around, um, you see that the ship is now a mausoleum with a statue on top. The statue on top is the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, originally was a gift from France, so this tracks. There is a mini one of them in France. I saw it. It is. It is a. It is a mini Statue of Liberty. But yes, there you go. I've seen that statue in Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, chaos has been to Las Vegas. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) From Ankeny, Iowa. That's actually impressive. Chaos has been banned from several casinos. That Why wouldn't he be? Of course he is, yeah. He also wasn't supposed to be in there in the first place because he's underage. Exactly. I was going to say. This has been fun chaos facts. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> shall we uh, go to the jail? That seems like where we should go. Away. Let us go to the jail. Can we for stop break for in, break pastries? Out. Ooh, Yes. Yeah, 100%. We've got to get ourselves some, like, croissants or whatever. Some baguettes and all the rest of it. Totally. Okay, why are these also, the cheese. only two French pastries Ooh, we can name? Kouama. Kouama. Well, yeah, whatever. Is it Danish a French that's pastry? Why. A macaron? That's why, Sarah, because I'm not a naming crepe. any French stuff that I'm going to then have to, like, figure out how to pronounce. Creme brulee. I just want some wine and some cheese, guys. Can we just go and get, like, naked? Do you think they'll have any French toast? <laughs> Ooh. Are we seriously hey, getting drunk in this episode? <laughs> Roll so for drunk! I just spent the better half of a day as a dog. I think I might need to, <laughs> just to, like, 
take the edge off? To process it, yeah. You, you yeah. need a hair of the dog that was ya. Uh, Zoo, remember when you showed me the French fries? You gave me the yeah. French fries. You think we can get some real good French fries here? They're called pommier in French. I was going to say, and, here they're just called fries. in Australia. French toast is just called toast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I heard the Mac is here sells wine. Let's, let's go. Wait, you're like, what, what year are we in? What is the age of, uh, what is the <laughs> legal drinking wine. age in France? <laughs> 16. 21. That's what I thought. You don't get a drink. No, for the first time in his life, he does get a drink. <laughs> this is the one place yep. Chaos has ever been he can get drunk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, instead of saving Joan of Arc, we're getting drunk. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay, all right. One glass of wine. One glass of wine will not get you drunk. Just buzzed. Yeah, yeah. We'll, can we we'll just have, have a scene one... where, like, all of us just, like, sitting with, like, baguettes and cheese and wine? I do think it might be better for us to have a drink after we commit mutiny. And not before, because I think we'll need to drink more after we put our captain in prison. I don't know. I've been told that I can achieve a lot when I drink. You should say this in <laughs> character voice. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Van Helsing. I reckon we, we get Joan of Arc, we put you know, Vic in the jail cell, and then then we can get our buzz on. And I reckon Joan of Arc would be a pretty kick-ass drinking partner anyway. She's 13. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's find someone and ask for directions to prison. To play the devil's advocate, when you have a 13-year-old in your custody, do you really think it's a good idea for everyone to get drunk in front of that 13-year-old? That's Listen, from 1425. Joan of Arc is from 1425 France. They were drinking a hybrid of water and wine as, like, their <laughs> drinking water. It's fine. Historical accuracy trumps current political correctness. Okay, seriously, let's find out where the prison is. Okay. I walk up to the closest person I see, and... Oh, no, I don't speak French. Yeah, you do, because <laughs> you have a translating slug. Oh, oh right, all right. All right. <laughs> and also, you're a fetching cyborg. You speak whatever the hell you want. Okay, the Joan of Arc Festival is in full swing. In the streets of Reims, France... You see many people walking around in medieval clothing. A lot of them are dressed as knights, some peasants, and there are booths set up outside the buildings in the streets and on the sidewalks to make it look like some medieval town. Are we sure we traveled to the right time period? <laughs> Trust me, these styles are from the 70s. Hmm. <laughs> Super Get retro. the 1470s. Zoo, in an unusual fit of helpfulness, goes up to the closest person who looks like they're a guard, like a security guard, you know, with the old school kind of baton and stuff, and says, <clears throat> Hey, mate, uh, listen, uh, hold on. Uh, où est le prison? Yeah? Yeah? I am sorry, but I don't speak uh, Celtic. <laughs> Bitch, I'm trying to be helpful. Like, really? Because you have that translator. Everything you said was in French, but that part was in like really bad French. <laughs> yeah, everything else is also in French. That's um, funny, I didn't think of that. Ah, uh, the, the prison. Why would you want to see the prison? Uh, one one of my mates uh, got a little bit too uh, knackered yesterday and 
or this morning and uh, got in some trouble and I just want to go and bail her out. Uh, the closest prison is uh, just down the, the street around Zakona. That's hella convenient. All right. Uh, thanks, mate. And I, I walk off towards the prison, gesturing to the others to follow me. Okay. So we do that. But. <laughs> so we do that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I can't speak for everyone. But did, did anyone have a plan? Yeah, well, we need to get Vic to come down here. Well, <laughs> oh we gosh. we need to get Vic to come down. So someone someone alert Vic that we're... Yeah, alert okay. Vic. We found Joan of Arc. Uh, Char goes on comms. Uh, hey, Vic. We found the prison, and we're all too scared to go there without you. Um, I'm hyperventilating a little bit, so we need you to really hurry and join us. We need Vic to feel like they are, like, needed. What are some of Vic's special skills that, so we can tell them that we need? Uh, torture? Torture, okay. You're not supposed to know that, Chaos. Um, yelling at things. Yeah. Speaking okay. in a gruff cowboy accent. Is Vic just a gruff cowboy Karen to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear back on the comms. Are you serious? You kept this hidden all this time? Oh, sorry, Char. What was that? You need me right now? Uh, no, sorry. Just give me a few more minutes. If we have to wait for Vic, maybe we should go visit uh, a bakery right now. Or we could do surveillance make sure that the small 13 year old girl Jean is not Joan is actually in that prison I bet Zoo could turn into like a spider and crawl inside Ooh, I haven't tried a spider yet that could be fun hey guys what do you reckon all the extra mass goes when I turn into stuff I wonder is that like an extra dimension that just has like 87% Zoo just hanging around in it that could be cool the, the Animorphs explanation is that there's just, like, the hyperspace that ships travel through. You just, like, dump mass in there. And it could theoretically be hit by a spaceship, but it's so big of a space that it probably won't happen. Effie walks into the visitor yeah. section of the prison and uh, walks up to the person at the desk and says, I'm here to see my client. She's young. She's on narcotics. She stabbed a man. <laughs> and then I run up behind you and I say, Oh, my poor little Joan. Where is she? Where is my little daughter, Joan? Her father <laughs> needs to be with her during the interview because she's a minor. I want to see the trial of Joan of Arc where we like find her like mentally incompetent to stand trial and then like. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Can, we do, can we do a Perry Mason episode? <laughs> I demand to see my client now. If we do a trial of Joan of Arc, it's going to turn out to be like a Secret of Monkey Island style trial where it's just going to be completely ridiculous. So, we're, yeah, we're not going to do that. But, yeah, let's see. So the guard looks over the counter at you and says, uh, what is the name of the prisoner? Joan Dark. Joan Dark. Ah, there was a Joan Dark earlier. But but uh, she has been uh, transferred to <laughs> that, that face. She she has been transferred to to a um a jail for for minors. 
That makes sense. That totally tracks. I'm here for that. Are we going to be able to lay Vic in a jail for minors? I feel like there's some, like, morality questions there. (laughs) They sent me to the wrong place. You're always doing that. Please give me directions. Uh, Ziaza Prison is uh, not too far away. It is a couple of streets over. Okay, goodbye. Oh, my poor daughter. And I follow you out. <laughs> well, what did you find out? Uh, they put John de Arc in a different prison for minors. Okay, hear me out. Here's my plan. I reckon we have chaos, dress up, right? And then infiltrate the prison as a prisoner <laughs> and live out his life in the prison and then release Joan of Arc. The last cowboy centurion. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he can be our mole on the inside. You, you know, that's not really necessary in this case. Also, it's a, it's a prison for minors. Like, I'm going to be less of a minor in like a year. As we approach the prison for minors, I turn to Van Helsing and I say, Do you want to be the, the lawyer this time, doctor? Well, you know, uh, I am a lawyer, actually. Of now, course you I are. I might just be a small-time country lawyer, but I'm also <laughs> a doctor. So, yeah, if if you want, we can switch this time, or maybe maybe chaos could be her her brother or something. You know, I think that you guys are forgetting about the fact that I have actually had to participate in several copyright trials. So, I think that I could help with this. Oh, okay. Would you like to be the lawyer this time? Absolutely. Great. This is a plan. Now we have to walk three clicks that way. Clicks? That was a joke to an episode that no one got to hear. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Standing outside the juvie jail, who is going in? Uh, Chaos wants to sneak around the back and uh, look for something hackable. Okay, cool. What is everyone else doing? Uh, do we just want to wait for Chaos to do his thing, or do we want to... So, Chaos him? is going around back. Who's staying outside the front, if anyone? Who's going inside? Uh, I'm staying outside. Yeah, I'll go inside looking for my daughter. I'll go with Chaos. Maybe I can use my see-through things eye. Your x-ray vision? Sure. Or your heat sense? Sure. Both. Both at once. Okay. Cool. So let's <clears throat> let's start with um, inside. What's going on inside, and then we'll switch scenes from there. So uh, Charlotte and Van Helsing inside the juvenile detention hall. You see a reception area with a guard on duty. There are several police officers at desks a further inside the building. Um, excuse me, but I need to meet with my uh, client's daughter. My Who's daughter. Also my client. We we need to see my daughter. Who's your client? Uh, her first name is Joan. Last name Diark. Jean Jean Diark. Ah, Jean Diark. Uh, came in just a uh, an hour ago. Could I see your papers, please? I'm sorry, but if you don't know who I am, then. I'm going to have to see your papers. <laughs> roll me a show me your papers roll. Okay. Okay, so I'm, am I rolling deceive here? Yeah. Um, I 
got a plus one, so I have plus four great. On deceive? Yeah. Can you tell me how this would go? Because if if it's bad, then I'm going to use a fate point. Currently, you can succeed at a cost. I got a plus six on my empathy roll. Um, The cost would be that guard does not trust you. You know, I feel like we should have maybe seen the request to show identification. We maybe should have seen that coming, but for some reason it totally blindsided me. (laughs) Why would they need identification to let you into a children's prison? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Here's something that we could do, uh, Charlotte, is if you could pass on that you need help with information and uh, Chaos is able to find something to hack... He could hack your records into the computer that they would be using. Faxing was invented in 1843, so I'm sure that we could just have you fax something. That right there will push it into a three-part contest if you bring that in. Yeah. I am sorry, but I need to see your identification. Uh, It doesn't matter who you are. I need you to tell me the name of this jail before I can show you any identification. My information is classified, and I need to make sure that my superiors approve the clearance. What do you say to that, GM? Um, I say I am trying to find a... A jail name? A jail name for you. Um, You're you're so committed to authenticity, (laughs) I really admire that. Uh Because you can guarantee that when I'm doing GMing, I will not be doing this. This is this jail name is a jail for French small people. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Um, it's Maison de Cotier Val de Morengi. Yeah, um, I'm gonna need you to write that down on a paper, please, and make sure that it's really clear handwriting. Um, and, and while he's writing that, uh, Char takes a step away and presses her comms and goes, Chaos, chaos. I need identification. What? You need identification to get into juvie? I always need identification to get out of juvie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh... They they have a fax machine? Well, I can do this, but I need the name of the prison. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Uh... Char looks over the desk as the guy is writing it out dutifully and says, Uh, it's the Maison des Quartiers... Val de Morny? I can't give you the correct oh, yeah. spelling, Chaos. That's okay. Spelling doesn't matter. I'm just writing it out. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will make a tech roll. Hey, I got a good roll. Six. Good. Okay, so you are able to pull up some fake documents and get it faxed over there. All right, uh, that should be coming right about now. Oh, uh, Mr. Guard person thing. Um, (laughs) If you check your fax machine, I just got... The name is Guy. Okay, Guy (laughs) thing. Wouldn't it be (laughs) Guy? Guy? The name is (laughs) Guy. I don't know. (laughs) If you check your fax machine behind you, I just got a page from my boss saying that it should be there. 
And please hurry. I need to see my daughter, please. I'm your boss now. <laughs> this is awesome. Hey, Van Helsing, could you please roll me a beg to see my fake daughter roll? That's going to be a plus four, which is great. Hey, that is pretty good. Okay, um, you actually just barely beat my roll by one. So nice. you succeeded. So whoop, whoop. go ahead and go ahead and, and give me those crocodile tears. Oh, please, every moment that you wait, I am not able to see my daughter or comfort her with what she's going through right now. Have you ever stabbed someone? It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, so the way this needs to play out is that Guy has stabbed someone and felt terrible about it, and he admits it right now. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Nobody knows. Wow. I, I never I never thought that anyone else had felt that way. Um, <laughs> I at one point in in my youth, I did accidentally stab someone and ended up in juvenile detention, and <laughs> I have chosen to live my life to protect people since that day. Oh, oh, you poor young, young master, please, please, you know the pain that my daughter is going through. Please reunite her to her caring, loving father. Also, it sounds like you should go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone in this podcast needs to go to therapy. It's the 70s. Therapy doesn't exist yet. Okay. (laughs) Um, congratulations on succeeding in that, um... That was good, that guys. Good contest. Job. The guard takes a look at the at the facts that just came through and lets you in to um and to see Joan of Arc. Okay, let's see here. So from here we are going to skip to Chaos and Effie, who are behind the building. So uh turns out alleys in France aren't nicer than alleys anywhere else I've been. Have you dated many girls named Allie? <laughs> the funny story about that. No. <laughs> I'm not surprising. No, I don't even no. know why I bothered to ask. I mean, I understand why you would think that I dated a lot of girls named Allie. It's a fairly common name. Okay, so what are you, what are you doing? Uh, can you can you see like someplace I could jack in around here? Roll me, I mean, roll me a notice. <laughs> I mean, you're in the alley. It's like the perfect place. Um, I have average notice. Okay, I know I had rolled a plus one, so uh, we'll we'll take a three for good. Okay, combined. <clears throat> um, that is good enough to see that there is a power box, like a junction box. Yeah, yeah, a junction box in the alley by the door. They, they were more trusting in 1970, I believe. Look, Chaos, over there. Oh, yeah. We can use that to turn off the power. <laughs> or... Wait, are we breaking her out of jail? Yes? Where have you been? I, I don't know. I thought we'd, like, you know, win the hearts and minds of the jury and, like, you know, have her acquitted. I don't Remember know. Vic said we're on a time crunch? Yeah, Vic doesn't want to have to do a trial. Okay, but are we, we just... breaking her out right now? And by Vic, we mean Dan. Um, Dan, can I notice an air vent? 
Sure, yeah, roll me a notice for that. <laughs> Add a plus one for chaos helping you. Okay, four. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> I'm too tired to add to four. <laughs> An air vent magically appears on, on the wall. <laughs> okay, so now, now Effie can shape reality, because i got to draw the line somewhere. Right? She no, shot it's just webs. That. She <laughs> it's just that I didn't plan for an air vent before, and she asked if there was an air vent, and there's now an air vent there. So she added to the scene. Yes, she added to the scene. So there is an air vent that you see. Um, it's actually just barely out of reach, though. You're gonna, you're That's gonna okay have to because I have a. Don't worry, her legs grow like freaking Inspector Gadget. Don't worry about it. I could do that too. Go, go, Gadget ankles. Just shoots up in the freaking air. athletics, yeah? Yeah, roll me an athletics to get up there. Three. Okay, yeah, that was enough to to get up to the air vent. But it's on pretty tight. I will use my laser eye. Go, go, Gadget laser eye. Roll me a shoot. Six. Describe how you get that um, that vent off with your laser eye. I um, squint at it. <laughs> I just squint at it in half and then rip it off with my cyborg arm. Wait, you squint at it in half? Yeah. She squints a beam that cuts the, the vent cover in half. Okay. <laughs> and then it's basically like the lowest. She got a six. She got... A fantastic roll, and instead of like finessing this thing, she just <laughs> she brute just, forced it. And then whips it. <laughs> Thank you for the interpretation. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. But my line, my line down the middle of the vent is perfectly straight. Nice. Perfect. Nice. See? See? <laughs> okay, you are now in the air vents. Kios is standing ready at the junction box. And Keith is out in front of the juvie hall, and Vic walks up next to him. G'day, Vic. How you doing? I see that you're the only one out here. Everyone else inside? Yeah, we figured it was not probably helpful to have like a six foot three Aussie in shorts walking through the juvie, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that, you know, you haven't broken her out yet. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think Effie just got in the air vent. I just heard a fantastic laser beam shoot through <laughs> what I have to assume is an air vent. <laughs> it, it sounds like Effie's in the air vents right now. I, it, it, Chaos is like jacking into a box or something. I, I don't know. Well, it seems that you got everything going pretty smoothly without me. Yeah, I think, I think Shah's a bit worried, though, about like, pulling through the plan without you, so I don't know. Probably should check on her. So, uh, I may, um, I'm here right in front of the right in front of the juvie hall. Glad y'all found it. I know. It made sense that, you know, since Joan of Arc is a minor, that they take her here. So, glad I met y'all here. So I get on the mutiny channel. Yeah, but we don't call it that. I think we do. Yeah. I think we call it the and- mutiny channel. <laughs> no, yeah, we do call it the mutiny channel. So I get on the mutiny channel and I say, Yeah, that is what they want us to think. Vic probably knew that Joan of Arc would be here the whole time, but they were trying to buy time for something sinister. Let us enact our plan and 
puts them behind bars. Uh, Char then talks back to Vic. Uh, yeah, Vic, really glad that you found it. Um, I'm gonna need your help in here. They asked for some identification, and I kind of think that Chaos took care of that. But I'm really stressing out because I don't know what to do now. So I need your help. Honestly, I think you got this, but I'll come inside and see what I can do. All right, so all you have to do is get Vic into the jail cell, get the rest of you out, and then I'll use this fuse box to lock all the doors shut. So so you want me to, to escort Vic in? Yeah, yeah. All right. Sure. Come, come on, Vic, let's go. When you're in a room with your client, tell me where it is and I'll break in. You've got it. Though I don't know which direction north is. Just give me a room number and maybe Chaos can pull up a schematic. Oh, that makes sense. I'm sure you would have figured out which way north was. I appreciate your faith in me. I've never known which direction north is. Yeah, Vic and Zoo walk into the building. Uh, The guard's sitting there and looks at them kind of quizzically. For a moment and asks, uh, how can I help you today? Check the fax machine, gay. <laughs> uh, so Zuman, you are a child therapist. <laughs> we wait 10 minutes for the fax to come in. No, we just, we just walk right by. Total baller. We just like check the fax and just leave. Uh, excuse me, but... I need to to see your identification before you can go in. I keep walking. Vic Vic actually stops. And um, Zoo, uh, we don't want to cause a lot of chaos here. We we need to... That's chaos's job. Just check the facts, man. Come on. (laughs) Don't you know who I am? I'm famous child psychologist, Dr. Friedrich von... Therapy! Let me through! (laughs) (laughs) And and remarkably, that that is what it says on the facts. (laughs) Uh, In fact, it it says in the bio that uh, Friedrich von Therapy is the uh, the fourth generation of the therapy family to go into practice. Uh, The therapy family actually established therapy, which is why it's called that. Uh, in the late 1800s. Well, my, my credentials come with a history lesson. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to... Ro- do you still want me to roll the sieve? Yeah, Okay, but can I do it with, like... Can I can I have, like, a D&D version of Advantage? Because, like, I so obviously have the support of Chaos. A and, like, D&D version? That's basically using the... That's using an, a scene aspect of the right, facts. so... I'm going to use the scene aspect of the facts, and I'm going to say that chaos can give me a plus one. Scene aspects give plus two. Okay, so that's plus three in total. Awesome, let's go. Uh, That's good, because it's a four. Okay, cool. I got a six in my empathy. (laughs) Well, shit. Guy is way too empathetic. I mean, he works works at a children's, like... Juvie. Uh, juvie. So hopefully he's in the All right. I'm going to lean over the counter. 
he, he looks at he looks at the the guard looks at the facts and goes, "What? Why does this Jean need so many um, lawyers and uh, therapists?" I'm gonna lean down over the counter, loom over him very threateningly, and I'm gonna say, "I think you, of everyone who works here." would understand why someone who stabbed somebody would need help. (laughs) Come on, Dan, that was pretty good. (laughs) I think that would be... It's not a provoke. Uh, um, um, I feel like that's another scene aspect. It's definitely... Is there an intimidate? Isn't provoke intimidate? Uh, Provoke is the skill about getting someone's dander up and enlisting negative emotional responses from them. Okay, so it would be provoke. Fear, anger, shame, etc. Yep. So let's do provoke then. All right. Okay. So that time I got a three, but I'm going to invoke unexpectedly violent. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to grab the soda can no! that's next to him and I'm going to crush it in one hand. Okay. Make sure you use a, a give me a fate point for that. I will. Uh, I crush it in one hand and I get like seven up on my hand and I'm like, ah, and I shake it off. But I look at him really mean, like you could be this soda can make the right choice. Oh, I thought you were trying to convince him that you were like a really good therapist because you like intuited that he stabbed someone when he was younger. No, I'm I'm just trying to blackmail him into like like, revealing his secret about having stabbed somebody. I'm such an asshole. (laughs) <laughs> well, you succeed, but Vic Vic looks at you and goes, um, Dr. Zooman, I mean, Dr. Therapy, whatever <laughs> your name is, is everything okay? Everyone's been acting a little bit weird lately. And I, I look at, I look at Guy and I say, everything's fine, right, Guy? And I look back at Vic, but I was still leaning over Guy, the guy with <laughs> I I don't know why this girl needs so many lawyers and uh, therapists, but uh, the paper check out. So uh, he opens the door, unlocks the door for you to go in. Good man. And I put down like five bucks Australian and I say, buy yourself another soda. And I walk away. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part is that it's like bright pink. <laughs> no, my heavens. Okay, um, so Vic and Zoo walk up to a Char and Van Helsing in the hallway, just outside a door, and there's a guard waiting in the hallway with Van Helsing and Char. And as soon as uh, Vic and Zoo arrive with them, he opens the door. Inside the room is a table, and behind the table sits a small young girl of about 13 years of age. Okay. And I just walk in and I say, Joan, I am your father. Joan of Arc looks at you deadpan, slightly confused, and goes, That's not true. That's impossible. Thanks for listening, fam. This Sunday we're doing a little bit of a get-together to celebrate Donna's promotion at her work. Isn't that exciting? 